What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the All Things New podcast. Give me low when I'm out of touch, Jehovah God, Lord Yahweh, that you are a God who saves, and you, Lord, you paved the way. Y'all, the amount of distractions I've had trying to make this video is literally crazy, bro. Like, I kid you not, it's been crazy. But that's just confirmation that I need to actually come out and make a testimony video on how the Lord literally took the blunt out of my mouth. Now, this was like the very first video I made on YouTube, but the Lord had me delete it because it was low-key rough, y'all. This was back in like March. And now I'm like over a year sober. I quit September 19th, 2022 which is crazy. That's one thing I really didn't think I was gonna be able to stop. Like I thought I was gonna be that lit auntie, like fried, like at the birthday parties and stuff like that. But God's grace, man, God's grace. And so I've been getting so many messages on like how the Lord literally took the blunt out of my mouth. And so we're gonna get into that. It's crazy because I literally have my journal from 2022, like, and I wrote details. So I wrote some of the details on my phone and um yeah to god be the glory man so if you're watching this i just want to encourage you that your heart is in the right place like you truly want to quit and you know if you continue to ask for the holy spirit to guide you if you truly ask the lord to you know help you to do so you can do it in jesus mighty name don't let the enemy deceive you and think that you're never going to be able to quit because he had me there for a minute but god is real jesus is real and jesus will do the work for you so if y'all knew me I don't even want to say before Christ because I found Christ found me in 2019, but I was living a very, very lukewarm life. Like I was still smoking, still indulging in things of the flesh because I genuinely didn't know my identity in Christ. But that's why I tell y'all, like when I think about the goodness of God, man, like he was, he has been way too good to me. Like the way he introduced himself to me was supernatural and super prophetic and just a super deep dive into the spiritual so i knew a lot about god but it was head knowledge it was like you know what i mean i wasn't actually living it out i was being a hearer of the word and not a doer of the word and so god was just so gracious with me man like it's crazy but yeah i would say around covid is when i started really like chiefing like i was really really smoking like that um, like I was smoking three to five times a day because there was nothing really else to do. There was nothing else to do. So, and I took the year off. So like the actual COVID breakout, I was home because our season got cut short. And then the following year, I went back to school for maybe two weeks. And then I came home and I took the year off. So essentially throughout the entirety of COVID, all I was doing was working, working out and smoking. And so it literally was a consistent cycle every day of like wake and bake, work out, smoke, eat, chill with the gang, smoke, work out, smoke, go to sleep. And then in between that, I would have my own little private smoke sessions because I was literally smoking out my window. Like it was crazy y'all, like I was really smoking. And then, you know, I came back for my senior year, for my last year of college, and normally I would have quit because, you know, there would have been drug tests. I was playing basketball at the time, but I don't know. I felt like they weren't gonna drug test because of all the situation with COVID. So I came back to school chiefing, and I was smoking throughout the whole year. Like, I wouldn't smoke during like games, of course, or practices, but like, if you saw me like in class or like outside of class, like I was fried. And it's crazy because prior to that, like I had, I guess you could say like a tiny platform on TikTok, like I hit like 11K, 
but then I backslid really bad in the world my senior year of college and so like I deleted it like you could probably still look it up and see it but like I have no videos up like it's a black screen um and so yeah I also got into a really toxic relationship with a girl my senior year of college and that's a whole other part of my testimony but I literally thank God for that because that brokenness that I felt from that literally drew me unto him. Like he is not lying when he says that he is near to those of a broken heart and of a contrite spirit. Like he will not despise that. And like, man, he's too good. Cause I knew better too. You know what I mean? Like I knew better, but I still chose the world and the things of the flesh. And in that relationship, one of our biggest foundations was weed. Like, we made up with weed like you know what i mean like we smoked every single day i don't think there was maybe there was like a month span in our relationship where we didn't smoke because we thought there was going to be a drug test but like other than that we were smoking bro like we were smoking so that was a huge foundation and then you know that breakup i got cheated on that's a whole other testimony um and i tried to use weed to like fill that void because I felt like I ran so far away from God. How could I possibly come back after literally grieving the Holy Spirit, denying him with my work? Like, because I was literally, I was still in the word and stuff like that, but I was living a sinful lifestyle. You know what I mean? And I was called to go back to school to spread the gospel. And I was doing the complete opposite. I was doing work for the kingdom of darkness. Um, and so after the breakup, you know, I went home uh, after graduation. May 2022 was horrible for me, bro. Like, don't talk to me about it, for real. But I went home and I was smoking. Like, I was smoking like two ounces in a month, bro. And I'm a short girl, I'm 5'1", so I was really blowing down. And it got to the point where it was so bad where I was working this little job where I was scorekeeping and it got to the point where we would have like 10 minute breaks in between games. And I would probably do like eight to 10 games a day. It got to the point where I would have to go to my car and hit my pipe in order to come back and be able to be good for the next game. And there was one time I was so heartbroken. I didn't smoke in between the break because I think I was in a conversation or something. And I broke down midway through the game and I had to go home. Like it was so bad, bro. Like I could not function without smoking. Like it got to the point where like, if I had like a 20 to 30 minute drive, I had to roll two J's, one for there and one for back. Like I was always high. And it also ate up my pockets too. Like, bro, the amount of money I spent on weed in my lifetime is ridiculous. But you know, the Lord was starting to put it on my heart that it was time to come back to him. It was time to come back to him. Like I knew it was time to come back to him because I was starting to have these suicidal thoughts. Like the weed wasn't even putting out the numbness anymore. And the Lord literally just spoke to me so tenderly, even in the midst of my struggle, in the midst of my sin. And was just reminding me like no like this is your last little battle against jezebel and he reminded me of elijah and how elijah you know was brought to the point of not wanting to live anymore because he was going up against jezebel and even though i willingly like gave myself over to jezebel like god was still speaking so tenderly to me and i remember in this conversation i pulled up to my smoke spot and as the lord speaking to me about this i'm rolling and the enemy had me in such a place of deception where I was like, but Lord, like I gain all these revelations and all these things when I smoke, like, why do I have to quit? And I'm rolling and the Lord spoke to me. He's like, daughter, like, do not be deceived. You should not need any kind of crutch to come to me. It's because of the blood of Jesus that you can come boldly to the throne of grace. And so I'm still trying to continue this conversation with him. I'm like, Lord, like, I know I need to quit. And like the Lord kind of chuckled and he was like, you're going to need to quit soon because I'm going to need to use you. 
And then I'm like, Lord, like, what do you mean? And I took a hit of my spliff. The voice, whoosh, it left. Like, the Lord was not playing with me. Like, he was like, there's no way. And so from there, I kind of stopped getting revelations, like, when I would be high. But I would still read the word when I was high. It was just the pain that I was housing that really kept me in bondage. And so around this time, like after the breakup and whatnot, I'm getting ready to go to New Mexico. I was going to a new school for a fresh start. And originally I went to school in New Jersey and I knew that I had to be super far from my ex because the way I was in bondage with that, y'all, if I was anywhere near there, I would have been trying to make it work for real. God's grace. So I ended up going to school in New Mexico and um, I was excited to go because we were driving. So it's like a 26 hour drive. So I had caught me an ounce and I was ready to just like smoke and like listen to music on the way there. You know what I mean? And so I would asked one of my boys to help me. And so he's from the States. So he ended up just flying to Buffalo. I picked him up in Buffalo and we drove. Now I literally have dates. When I tell you God really from the, in the month of August, which is crazy because the month of August is the eighth month of the year, which literally represents new beginnings. Even though I quit in September, like it's crazy because this literally all happened within like two weeks. At the time, a sister in Christ that I was really close with, we were doing prayer calls every single day. And we were really trying to build up spiritual endurance. Now me and the sister were both still struggling with smoking, but we were just trying to build up that spiritual endurance. So she would pray for 30 minutes, I would pray for 30 minutes and or whatever the case may be. And my boy was in the car, so he kind of had to join the prayer call because I was putting it on the speakerphone. So the first time we get on the prayer call she starts praying then i go and then we encourage him we're like yo can you close this out like close this out and i kid y'all not he was trying to pray and he was like father god i just think <clears throat> and like it was like there was something in his throat and he would be like look oh, oh, like something was strangling him so i'm like maybe he's just nervous or something so we're like nah like you're good bro like you could just like go tomorrow and he was like amen like yeah like you just do that but it was so weird and then the next day, um, he was in the driver's seat and I was in the passengers and I had literally just finished smoking and my phone started to ring. I'm like, dang, bro, like I forgot, like we have a prayer call. So I put my J out or like I had finished or something and I put all my stuff back in my raw bag because when I tell you I was a smoker, I have my Rick and Morty grinder, my Rick and Morty tray, my raw bag satchel, my O. Then I had little eights like of different kinds of strands if I wanted to switch it up, like so I put it all in the back seat, we answer, and then she's like, do you wanna go first? And I'm like, no, nah, you could go first, cause I wanted to come down a little bit. Like, I was just high. So she went, then I went, and then it was his turn again. But the same thing started happening, but this time, the car starts swerving. It's like he couldn't even drive the car as he was trying to pray. And I was like, nah, bro, that's crazy. And my sister on the phone was like, what's going on? I told him like, bro, like this guy's swerving. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Like. It's crazy. Like every time I try to pray, like I just feel this resistance. And then the Holy Spirit, I heard him so clearly say, I need you to deliver him. And I was like, what? And I heard the Lord say again, he needs deliverance. And I'm like, oh my Lord. And I didn't say nothing. And then my sister on the phone's like, Rachel, I think you're going to need to cast out whatever's in him. And I'm sitting there fried like, yo, that's crazy. So I'm just sitting there in the passenger seat like this quiet. And I'm like, yeah, amen, like we could pray. And then the Lord said, see, this is why I need you to stop smoking. When I want to use you, I need to be able to use you. I can't wait for you to come down from your high. Mind you, God could do it, even if I was fried or drunk. 
but God wants good representations of him. He wants a, a, a willing vessel, a holy vessel, a sanctified, a consecrated vessel. And so I was like, man, bro, so the whole day I didn't smoke, right? And then we get to Dallas because we stopped in Dallas for a couple of days because I ain't never been to Texas before. This is back in 2022, which is crazy because now y'all know I live in Texas, which is so crazy to me. Um, but we stopped in Dallas. We were sitting in the car. I'm going to try to put the clips in because I have some clips of it. But we're sitting in the car and I begin to pray over him. Now I'm in the driver's seat. And literally, I kid you not, his hands were like this, like they were in chains, they were in bondage. And he was just sweating and like twitching. And obviously the fire of the Holy Spirit, because I had never done deliverance by myself. I've seen deliverance done, I've helped out with deliverances, but I had never done it by myself before. And so I was just letting the Holy Spirit lead. So I'm speaking in tongues and doing all these things because I genuinely didn't know what to do. Um, but I literally see his hands go like this, like he was in bondage. And as the fire starts rising, I notice myself getting louder. But now I'm noticing people in the parking lot are like, yo, what is going on in there? Like, you know what I mean? So um, we were like, okay, let's finish in the room. So we end up checking into the room. And literally, it's like the presence of God met us up there. Like the Lord knew we were going to be up there. And so, you know, we get to praying. Um, we get to cast out that devil, and I'm going to put the clip in. Um, but yo, he got knocked out in the spirit, bro. Like, he got knocked out in the spirit. And it's crazy because there really is no time in the spirit. Before we knew it, like three hours passed by. And then, you know, we were like, okay, like, let's test it out. Like, pray. But there was still, like, it was a little bit easier for him to pray, but there was still some resistance. And then the Holy, the Holy Spirit told me, you know, and I told him, I'm like, yo, bro, like, there's something that you haven't brought forth to the light, to God. Like, you need to have a conversation with God. Like, you don't got to tell me about it, but, you know you got to bring it to the light and don't get me wrong y'all i asked his brother if i could bring this up i'm not just out in his business and so he was like amen like yeah like i think i know what it is i'm like you don't got to tell me like just bring it up to the lord and so the next day you know we go to um we're, we're driving in albuquerque new mexico and so we're now in a, a new hotel and so then the brother tells me what it is that he hasn't brought to the light yet and he says when he was like three years old, his uncle would make him sit on his lap and watch porn with him. And, you know, he held that kind of unforgiveness towards him and it, it had him embarrassed and in shame and in guilt. And I'm like, man, there's no condemnation to those in Christ, man. Like, just bring it to the Lord. But it was late, so I'm like, okay, we'll pray tomorrow. I kid y'all not. That night, he got deliverance in his sleep. I woke up to him praying like praying he's like yo rachel like i saw jesus in my sleep he laid hands on me i threw up and then i woke up and there was literally like spit up on my pillow like he literally delivered me like he had a tangible encounter with the lord and so he was set free which was amazing but that was kind of the jump of like okay i actually have to stop smoking but still i was still trying to smoke and do all these things mind you that deliverance took place from like the weekend of like august 11th to like august 13th so i finally pull up to school right on august 13th but i still have all this weed i, I bought an ounce like literally four or five days ago so i pull up mind you weed's legal in new mexico so i'm not thinking anything of it i pull up to a parking spot in my school parking lot and i start smoking i kid y'all not i'm on the phone with 
with somebody. I'm on FaceTime with somebody. I kid y'all not. Two public safety cars pull up squad deep. Mind you, these aren't the public safety cars I'm used to because New Mexico don't play no games. They're pulling up headlights beaming. Like, I'm like, yo. And I'm like, I put my blunt out. I put it on the, the dash. I'm like, what the heck? So I'm sitting there. They come up to me and they're like, have you been smoking marijuana? And I'm like, yeah. Because I'm like, bro, it's legal. I'm a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? And they're like, it's legal in the state of New Mexico, but it's illegal to smoke on campus grounds because in new mexico they have this thing where it's like government funded that if people from new mexico stay in school in new mexico they pay for their tuition so technically it's like government grounds which i didn't know nobody told me this so i'm like yo and he was like if i tell somebody like are you gonna get in trouble and i was like sir like i just drove 26 hours away from home like i'm an athlete here like i play on a basketball team like yeah i'm gonna get in trouble and then he gave me a pass bro and he literally was just like okay well I'm gonna tell you one thing like there's a parking lot across campus you could go blow down there but don't smoke in the dorms like whatever you don't smoke in the dorms so i'm like amen thank you bro like whatever right so that was like the first another warning okay so then i start smoking off school grounds so i'm smoking off school grounds and i smoke with this boy like kind of near the mountains and he's another believer but like we're both struggling with weed right we're talking about how you know we need to quit smoking everything like that while we're smoking it makes no sense bro i kid y'all not i don't know if y'all know about um what are they called skinwalkers bro the duppies and the demons they have out in the desert are different bro i don't even want to get into that but we had a weird encounter bro like we had to get up out of there and i was like i was just filled with like fear which i'm like bro why do i have fear like i know god like i know you know what i mean but it was just this fear like it was literally something like in the distance we heard someone calling help help and we were like what we didn't get out the car we're like what is that and we hear these hyenas or these wolves like trying to scare something like ar, 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 like barking or whatever and then it's like when they saw whatever it was they started whimpering bro they started whimpering and then literally like 30 seconds later we hear something right by the car and we're like nah bro we're getting out we don't gotta figure out what it is but that again was just another sign the lord saying like you are outside of my protection when you're smoking weed stop smoking weed still i'm still dealing with it right august 17th comes around right and i'm smoking with one of my teammates in my dorm mind you everybody in the building smokes this is the first time we're smoking in my room other times we'd smoke in her room or we'd smoke downstairs or whatever this is the first time we're smoking in my room, right? And I'm in class. So we're smoking and all I hear is boom, boom, boom at my door. And I'm like, bro, bro, be so for real. So we open the door, we try to hide the weed, whatever. And mind you, the Lord prior to this was already telling me to stop smoking because weed was also a gateway for me to operate in homosexuality. Because like weed and that lifestyle for me were so inclined that like, that nature started coming out every time i would smoke so i already knew i had to stop smoking in order to fully be set free from that lifestyle as well so i'm sitting there and it's the same public safety officer and i'm like bro it's over bro i'm sitting there and he just like so whose weed is it where's the weed all these things so he starts searching the room he finds my raw bag, my grinder, my ounce, all of that. He takes it all, bro. He takes it all. And my teammate done outed me. She, I thought it was like, you know, like he was going to ride for me. Nope. She said, this ain't my room. There's only two people in the room. Like, what? But anyway. So, yeah. So, then he just like, he looked at me. He's like, you look real familiar. He's like, didn't I already talk to you? And I was like, yeah, you did, sir. And then I was like, 
I'm gonna tell my coach. Like, you don't even gotta tell my coach. You can, but like, I'm gonna tell my coach because I wanted my coach to hear from me, you know? And I started crying. I'm like, bro, I'm so sorry, bro. But I wasn't even really mad. Like, I wasn't mad that I got caught. I was sorry because, like, bro, like, I'm supposed to be a follower of Christ. Like, I am not representing Christ well at all. And so I started crying, not in front of him. Like, he left. Everyone left. And I was just like repenting before the Lord. But that was another sign, like, dang, like, the Lord is let literally not letting me have it. But mind you, there's more, bro. There's more that happened because I still was being stubborn. This was like August 17th, right? Then August 23rd, y'all, this was insane. These last two like signs were crazy. So August 23rd, I'm out with a couple of the soccer girls and a couple of the teammates on the basketball team and we're by the hot springs because they got hot springs in New Mexico. So we're smoking. It's my turn to hit the J. And I kid y'all not, I hear someone speaking in tongues. I'm like, what's going on, bro? I think I'm just fried. I look to my left. There's a whole baptism happening at the hot spring, bro. A whole baptism. And they're speaking in tongues. Somebody just received the glory. They just came out of the water, like, on fire for the Lord. And I'm feeling so convicted. And then my teammates look at me like, bro, something's always happening when you're around. And, like, I know it's the Lord. Like, Rachel, like, you're not supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally by his grace he's allowing all these things to happen for real. Like, I could have got spiked. My life could have got laced. I could have died so many times and God's still keeping me because he he chose me before the foundation of time. Like, I'm so unworthy of his goodness. But my teammates are trying to look at me like, yo, what is good with you, bro? Like, you know? And so we end up leaving because they're all spooked out. And it literally hit me like, yo, I'm not even supposed to be around these people. These people think, like, the baptism was a joke. Like, they're laughing at it. I'm like, yo, what am I doing, bro? And the enemy was trying to keep me real bad from talking to them. But I felt the Holy Spirit telling me to talk to them. So I talked to them. I'm like... Hey, like, what church are y'all? And their church was the exact same church that my pastor back home told me to go to, but I never reached out to them. Bro, I'm sitting there like, wow, Lord, like, you are showing out. So that happened. I'm sitting there like, yo, that's crazy. And then this was like the last major, major sign that was like, okay, I'm actually gonna actually try to lock in. Because before I feel like I was saying I was trying to lock in, but I wasn't really trying to lock in. Like, at this point, I don't have my weed. I don't have any excuse I don't even really bang with people around me like that for me to be smoking with them. So it's time to really give it up. So August 26th, I go to the hot springs again. I don't know why I went back to the hot springs with two teammates and we rode to backwards. So I have a wood and she has a wood because the other one wasn't smoking. And as we're walking, I lost my wood. And I literally heard the Lord saying like, don't look for it. But it was like an eighth in that wood. So I was looking. So we're all looking for it. I end up finding it. We're like, cool. We go to the hot springs and we light up. Immediately, as soon as we light up, these kids come around the corner. And one thing about me, I don't play about kids. Like, I'm not going to do nothing around no kids. So I'm like, nah, bro, put it out. Like, let's go. So she's like, okay, let's just hotbox the car. So we're like, okay, let's go hotbox the car. So we hotbox the car. Everything's lit. Everything's cool. We're fried. And now we're driving. We haven't let the windows down or nothing. We start driving to go back to school. Tell me they're not doing DUI checks for only marijuana, bro. I've never heard of that for only marijuana. So I'm sitting there. I'm in the passenger seat, but I'm on a visa. So I could literally get kicked out the country. This is like strike number like three or four if they bring it back to school. So I'm sitting there like, Lord, please, like, Lord, please. And bro, the car danks. Like we literally just hotbox into leather seats. Like it's not happening. So we stop. And the cop looks in the, the front seat. He came to the car and was like, we're doing checks for marijuana. And he's only looking at me, bro. I kid you not. And he's like, what are y'all doing today? And we're like, nothing, sir. Like, nothing. And he looks at me and smirks and he goes, 
has any of y'all been drinking? And we're like, no, like we haven't been drinking. And he was like, all right, cool. Well, y'all go make better decisions. And he's like smiled at me. What? So my friends are like, yo, what is going on? Like we should have been caught. I kid y'all not. It did not rain that day. We're going up the mountain. A rainbow appears out of the sky, bro. I have two witnesses. A rainbow appears out of the sky. And they're like, yo, that's crazy. And I heard the Holy Spirit so sweetly say to me, I've been keeping up my side of the promise. When are you going to start keeping up yours? Bro, what? I told the two sisters too what God told me. I'm like, bro, like I have to stop smoking. Like y'all really have to start holding me accountable. And from there, that's when I really started putting in the effort to like really quit smoking. And so I told my roommate that I was sharing a bathroom with, I told my teammates, like my teammates would not let me hit a blunt. I told my pastor and he really helped me with that. And it was only until September 19th that I really was like, no, nah, like I'm done. This was like two weeks later, two and a half weeks later, but I wasn't smoking as consistently. It was like, I was really feeling conviction when I would fall. And my pastor said something that was so true and it helped me to this day, bro. Like I would always take it one day at a time. So. I knew I had no weed and I wasn't going to buy no weed off nobody on campus because they was taxing. So I knew I could legally go get weed at a weed store, but I knew that they closed at 10 p.m. So every day I would just ask the Holy Spirit to keep me till 10 p.m. Just keep me till 10 p.m. And he would. Um, and then every time I got the desire to go smoke, I immediately got in the presence of the Lord. And then I began to learn that if the enemy kept sending me these temptations, it was just drawing me closer unto God. And so eventually the temptations started to burn out because the enemy was like, oh no, like she's getting closer to the Lord. Like we don't want this. And yeah, ever since September 19th, like I really stopped smoking. And God also used, cause I got a puppy probably like September 3rd. God used her to, to help me quit smoking. Cause it was like, every time I smoked, she didn't want to be near me. And I'm like, I wanted to cuddle like, I wanted to cut on she did not want to be near me like she could sense that there was something off and god was just so gracious unto me man like he gave me so many signs and it literally got to the point like i knew if i kept smoking i was gonna die i don't know if something was gonna get laced if a bad experience was gonna happen or what but god literally was like you are going to die you are on the road to death sin leads to death sin gives birth to death and i was defying 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 being disobedient but by God's grace, man, he drew me in. His goodness led to my repentance for real. And there was a funny story. Like, it was like Christmas time. I was probably like three months sober. But I was going home for Christmas to see my boys. So I'm like, Lord, like, I want to smoke with my boys. Like, that's what we would do. But it's crazy because my heart posture changed. You could see it because I actually came to the Lord before just acting it out. And so I was like, I left my dog in my room. And then I went to the bathroom. And as I'm in the bathroom, I'm like, Lord, I'm about to go home for my birthday and Christmas. Like, you think I'd be able to smoke like just one more time? And I didn't hear an answer. So I'm like, I feel like he's like saying nah for real. Y'all, I came back into my room and my dog immediately threw up. And the Lord led me to the scripture. I believe it's Proverbs 26 verse 11. If I'm not mistaken, let me see. Yeah, it's Proverbs 26 11. It says, like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his foolishness. And then the Lord began to minister to me like, Lord, like, and then the Lord began to minister to me like, daughter, why would you ask me to take this away for you to go run back to it? Like, it makes no sense. And then from there, man, that whole time I was in New Mexico was literally like consecration. Like he kept reiterating that scripture in Matthew that talks about when a demon leaves, you know, and it, it'll come waiting for the house to just be swept up and clean. It'll bring seven times more, seven times stronger. I'm paraphrasing. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But I truly believe like that was my wilderness. That was my testing season. Because the moment I went home, in 
I left early because I got injured. I came home in February. March, the Lord told me to quit all my work. And that's when he birthed all things new ministries. So yeah, y'all, that's pretty much how the Lord literally took the blunt out of my mouth. Um, and it was just the understanding of like, if I really, really want the Lord to help me quit, he can and he will. And he did. Um, but what really hit me was like, I can't be high or drunk and then expect the Lord to go use me and expect souls to be saved. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I just want to encourage you. If you're somebody that's been trying to quit for a long time, continue to seek the Lord. Every time you have the desire to go smoke, go get in the presence of the Lord, man. I'm telling y'all it's in his presence that there's freedom. It's in Christ that there's liberty. And we know that he came down so that we don't need to be in bondage to sin anymore. We are now sons of God. Those that are led by the Spirit are sons of God. And so when you're led by the Spirit, you cannot fulfill the, the deeds of the flesh. It, do, it does not work like that. And so just ask the Lord for more grace. Ask the Lord to continue to move in your life. And if your heart is truly repentant, He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and by fire in the name of Jesus to refine you so that you can be a good vessel for Christ and that you can move in power and spread the gospel amongst all nations in these last days. So yeah, y'all, I hope this video is edifying to y'all in Jesus' mighty name. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every single one of y'all. And again, I thank y'all for all your support up to this point. I love y'all. See y'all next time. Bye.